0: Hi, my name is Todd Petty, and I'm here with Jimmy Carrion, my colleague at Senior Housing Unfiltered. Thank you for joining us. As you listen with us today, our highest priority is for you to fulfill your potential and your dreams and change the
1: senior housing world for the better. Let's get started. Take it away, Jimmy Carrion. Thanks, Todd. Welcome to our first broadcast of Senior Housing Unfiltered. Unfiltered because our quest is for the sharing of real, relevant, and transparent information to you. And I know as we were thinking about this podcast, potential is the word that really came to my mind and we think of the opportunities ahead of us in senior housing. Uh, potential is real optimistic. It is hopeful. It is full of possibilities. This is how we see the future of our industry. And it it's our mission to share this with you. Todd and I are broadcasting for beautiful Marietta, Georgia, and we are glad to have you in our journey to disrupt the industry stuck in ancient cultures. Everyone needs a mentor, a guide to help take them to the next level. And we are here to come along beside you. journey together. Thanks,
0: Jimmy. We've
1: definitely stuck in ancient
0: cultures (laughs) in many ways. Uh, We include ourselves in those ancient cultures. So we want to disrupt and move forward to the next level. Every one of us can make a difference in senior housing, whatever capacity we Mm -hmm. find ourselves in. And this podcast is to reach out to multiple groups of people that want to make a difference. We want to attract people uh, that want to make a difference in other people's lives. So my team and I We'll be providing with each podcast content and resources needed to grow and bring value to the senior housing world, so you don't want to miss uh, any episode moving forward. We've got a lot of good yeah, stuff coming. absolutely not. We have
1: a lot lined up, and our desire is to provide the best information available so you can grow yourselves, and we can grow with you. Each episode will run about 30 to 45 minutes. We want to make a difference in our audience life. And help you grow as we grow with you.
0: Absolutely, Jimmy. And we really want to be different. Um, if you're listening to the news these days, the information is repetitive. It's ideological in many cases and many unsubstantiated facts. Uh, even in the co senior housing post COVID 19 world, I'm just hearing a lot of things that have not, that are unsubstantiated. So our quest is to give you information. And when we speak to all levels of leadership, it's our intent to help you and help their teams grow and prepare for the future in senior housing. So get ready to grow with our new podcast, Senior Housing Unfiltered. Check us out each month. I promise you, I promise you, you'll be happy with it. Let's get right into it, Jimmy. What is the no-sell zone?
1: Yeah, well, Todd, it's exactly what it sounds like. It's (laughs) no-selling. Our programming will not be a 30-minute infomercial. Our guests will not be promoting their business and just wanting to be on here to talk about what they do, but more about the ideas and thoughts to bring value to our audience and make a difference. We want our mastermind group to grow and be relevant in the capacity they serve in the senior housing industry, and that could be in different levels. We will facilitate a variety of views, ideas, and philosophies uh, we will share information relevant to all stakeholders in our industry, executive directors, investors, debt and equity partners, housekeepers, caregivers, healthcare managers, development partners. Well, you get the picture, right? I
0: Absolutely. Uh, that's a lot of different people we're going to be reaching with information, but they're all part of this ecosystem that brings great care to mm-hmm. the older generations we serve. So what's this unfiltered name that, that you've come up with?
1: Yeah, so the unfiltered part is we're not experts. We, we, uh, our content will not be modified, processed or refined, not filtered. That sounds scary. Yeah. It, <laughs> it's a little scary, but our goal is to be transparent. So now that, you know, and everyone now knows our goal. So let's, uh, dig in and discuss the five things we do every day as a team and the concept of the rule of five. So Todd, what is the rule of five?
0: Yeah. That the rule of five, uh, this, this will change your life. It's a pretty simple concept. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's changed the way, uh, you know, we, our teams have uh, interacted with us over through the years. So, you know, I've visited mi- multiple senior living communities, yeah. all types over the last 20 years from skilled nursing to independent living, CCRC campuses. And the one thing I love to do, Jimmy, <laughs> when I visit the communities is to ask the team members, now not the manager or the director, but the team members about the community's vision statement yeah. and their core values. That's what you, when you go to a website, that's the, here's the vision statement. Here's what we believe as a team. And I asked the everyday people that are running those communities, you know, about them. I remember one particular community I was visiting had the vision statement hanging uh, somewhere in the front, you know, as when I walked in and I asked uh, the team members mm. about it, about their vision statement and, they, they didn't even know they had a vision statement. They didn't even realize it was on the wall. So somewhere there was a big disconnect. So I have come to the conclusion and through my own experience of having vision yeah. statements and core values for other companies that, um, that the organization stated vision is really practically worthless. When I began my tenure at Lloyd Jones, I decided I'm going to quit stressing. Over the wordsmithing of an abstract vision statement, no one will probably ever read and will have zero impact on my team. Yeah. So what's, what's the point? So instead, you know, I every day my quest is to persuade and influence my team members at all levels of leadership to adopt and follow what we're talking about now, the rule of five. So, uh, that's my quest. So and when I'm talking about all levels of leadership, I'm speaking to every influencer at every level, whether it's the investor level, whether it's our level as we oversee and build teams, whether it's at the community level. And remember, uh, a leader is simply an influencer. So you could have a housekeeper that can influence the entire team in a community, can probably run the show sometimes. Uh, I don't care if she's a housekeeper or he is. That's the leader. And you can have a director who has the title that influences nobody and he, he has the title, but he's not an influencer. So leadership can be all different groups. So it includes everybody. And we expect everybody to participate in the rule of
1: five. Yeah, no, that, that, that makes total sense. And I've I've had my fair share of vision statements and mission statements and been part of companies. And, you know, we're all guilty of it. Uh, so... For the team, why do you call them five things we do every day?
0: Right. So it's a simple concept, right? So imagine a tree in a field needing to come down. And that yeah. tree could be a problem. That could be the need for a solution. That could be an obstacle. That tree could be uh, ancient cultures. Yeah. That tree's got to come down. So if we get up every morning and we use an ax each day and I take five targeted swings toward that tree. I put the axe down. I go to bed. I do the things I do. I get up the next morning and I come out to that tree with my axe and I take five (laughs) swipes at that tree. That tree is going to eventually fall. If I do nothing, it's not going to go anywhere. And I may not think I'm making progress, but that tree will eventually fall. It may take a week, a month or a year to bring it down, but it'll eventually Come down. A smaller tree can be conquered quickly while a big tree will take a long time to chop down. The issue is not the size of the tree Mm. or how long it takes to bring it down, but whether or not you and I and our teams and the people we serve, are we going to take the time to be diligent to take five swings at it every single day? So the five concepts, the five swings I have broken down to activities, for our teams that are most essential to our success, we must do every day. Now, it might be different for other people, uh, and they can come up with the five things they do every day. You can come up with it individually, but we've come up with the five things that we want to do every day, our five ax swings at the tree every day. So remember, the five things are not what you like to do. It's not your right. passion. I have a lot of passionate things that I like, but it's not our passion nor it's the things that I want to do, my values. Rather, the rule of five asks the question, what are the five things as a team we must do every day to be successful? What must we do every day to be successful? So this question strikes at the heart of our daily behaviors and all of our actions necessary to win in the senior housing profession or really in any profession. The five things. So that's the question that we have to ask. What are those five things?
1: Yeah. Well, Todd, I'm going to dig a little deeper and this is maybe where we become a little unfiltered. But why is the rule of five better than vision statements or core values for a company where vision statements and core values have been used for years and years? uh, And we're coming in here with a whole new concept and saying it's better. Why? Well, so the five the five things we do every day is
0: practical when core values and vision statements are not always practical and i've witnessed companies with core values but they couldn't live them Uh they couldn't live them because it really wasn't a value of their heart but it looked good on a website mm. or it was something that was almost impossible to live up to it was you know that someone might have a core value to be you know uh, uh, integrous in everything we do, full of integrity. And that's somewhat subjective. To one person, integrity means one thing. And to another, it means another thing. So they're setting themselves up for failure. Uh So they're not practical. They could not live them. And when that happens, the members of the team, they lose faith in the leadership. I've seen people have core values of integrity who allowed an employee to stay who was not integrous, integrous I think that's a word. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think we heard. could use that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we, so the team member was not full of integrity, but they couldn't get rid of the person because they were producing too business for them, though the core value was integrity. Mm-hmm. So they compromised and demoralized the whole team. What they should have done was to terminate the person no matter what value they brought because they weren't telling the truth and they weren't an mm-hmm. integrous person. And I remember sharing with them, well, we need to take this core value down if we're not going to live it every day. So I think core values are hard at hitting. They're not practical. And so I've, and I've witnessed the same thing with vision statements. They're very philosophical. They can't be measured and they're not practical. You cannot measure them. So these vision statements usually uh, they come from the boardroom i've been in those meetings where we 're trying to figure out what our logo is and what's real sexy and what sounds good and what's going to be google like. and it comes out from members who have to fulfill it without direction. So you have these team members that are drawn to a vision that they can't fulfill fulfill excuse me. So the rule of five is tangible, it's behavioral and it's measurable uh, than a vision statement. So every day we can review our rule of five. And we can immediately access whether or not we follow the five things that are necessary to take our organization to the next level. Okay. The reality is our organizational culture will be dictated by the things we do daily every day than by a vision statement we post on the wall or on our website. Right right? Correct. you agree?
1: I agree. I agree. I and hope
0: I, our audience agrees. We'll see. We'll see <laughs> on you
1: know, we'll see what happens. But I know you expect myself and the rest of the team to lift by the rule of five each and every day. Um, You know we're not perfect, and you know that, and none of us are. And the goal is not to perfectly live a set of values each day, or be able to recite a nice, crafted, sexy vision statement. Right? The quest is to do five things every day. Right. Like swinging the axe. Right. I might do it quicker than you might, but you know I got a couple years on you. (laughs) The best we can guarantee. I got a
0: big axe though.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But either way, the best we can guarantee is over time and we will go to higher levels of service and delivery. At the end of the day, that tree is going to come down if we do the five things every day. And uh, if you can please share what are the five things we do every day because we've been talking about it. But now let's break it down and really, really dig into what the five things are.
0: Yeah, that that's great, Jimmy. Um, so here we go. Um, so these, remember, these five things, it's, it's not so much that quantity as is quality. Mm. We're asking to do these five things every single day. And it doesn't matter if we're making uh, exponential success in these areas or minor, it's that we do them every day. So the first area is lead. So what I expect our teams at every level to lead, we lead ourselves and our teams to fulfill our purpose. So that might be a executive director Uh, never having before a weekly meeting with his managers or her managers. And he's meet and they're meeting every week. And so maybe they're not meeting on time. So he decides, she decides we're going to meet every week on time. Maybe they're going over on their meetings and they're not staying on point. So they're going to shut that meeting down in exactly an hour and a half. Uh, but they're, they're doing, they're leading themselves and growing themselves to fulfill their purpose. So the second one is grow. So first one is lead. Second one is grow. We grow ourselves and our teams to to fulfill our purpose. So every day we're doing something to grow. That could be reading leadership books by the executive director. It could be a CNA that we encourage to begin to study the delivery of medications so they can become a med tech. So they're growing. It may be meeting with your teams and having an understanding of valuing other people and seeking to to display that on a daily basis. Um, it, so that's the second one. We lead, we grow. Third one is create. We create best-in-class community leadership teams, resources, and experiences. Uh, so we create. That can be systemizing our sales and marketing program in a manual that we can pass out to one another. It could be saying, we're going to start having weekly calls to encourage, exhort, edify our teams and hold them accountable. It could be everybody going through magnetic, magnetic mark, excuse me, magnetic marketing by Dan Kennedy. So we learn and teach them. There always has to be an offer. There has to be a killer offer. There has to be a, a, a deadline for the offer. And, um, there has to be value in the offer. So we can systemize that. The next one is Excel. So the first is lead. We grow, we create, we excel. So we chase excellence in all we do. Anybody can do this. A housekeeper that's used to uh, doing only five rooms a week, yeah. they can say, look, I'm going to do six this week. Uh, uh, a housekeeper that uh, normally does not engage a resident and just does the task can be taught to make a difference in that person's lives by looking them in the eyes and smiling and ask them, how can they serve them? Uh, A housekeeper could decide to grow and become a manager with additional responsibility and mentor their team for them. So that's just little things. We're not saying that we're going to be excellent every day in what we do, but we're going to chase it. And all I'm asking is for incremental success in all that they do. And then the last thing is serve. We want to serve our clients, our colleagues, our partners, and our communities. Uh, In a very simple way, we've done that before is I've seen a portfolio director decide to meet with the families on a regular basis once a quarter, made a trip to the community and met with the families to see how they were doing but and to serve them rather than sitting behind a desk checking the boxes and not becoming involved with their folks. So that's it. That's the five things we created. Let me go through them again. We lead every day. We grow as a team. We create, we excel, and we serve.
1: Yeah, and and that's great. And, And the big thing with that is we don't want it to just get stuck in a boardroom of executives or in a boardroom of investors. The great thing about the five things we do every day is that, like Todd said, it's for everyone. It's for everyone to grow. And it's all about intentionality and consistency. Intentionality and consistency are the two most important words in a person's success. I don't know if you agree with that, Todd, but for me, those are the two words that come to mind. Uh, a person who is intentional in what they do and are consistent in doing it daily will be highly successful if they choose the right field of their endeavor.
0: Yeah, and I think that's the key, uh, Jimmy. It's got to be the right field of endeavor. If they're in their right lane, um, they're in the right field, if they apply consistent application every day and they're intentional about it, they're going to grow. If they take those five swings with the ax every day, they're going to grow. And there's some great people in our industry. I mean, the people that are attracted to serve older people are usually supine temperament. They're great servers. They, they love to, to bring value to people. Uh, They're not really motivated by Money, they go home at night and get a good night's sleep because of the people they served and they made a difference, but they have to be respected. They have to be honored and celebrated, uh, to, to, uh, and charge them up again to continue doing what they're doing. So the rule of five is huge.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. I agree. And, uh, you know, wrapping all this up, the rule of five is kind of what we do every day. And, Todd, what are, what what's going on? What's going to happen next month? What you know, we we had a little teaser going on right now, a little bit shorter of a podcast that we usually do. But what what can the audience expect from us?
0: Yeah, so let me just conclude this, Jimmy. I, I thought about this as we were as you were speaking there. So you know, some people have asked me, you know, how we formulated teams and opened very different communities up over the last twenty years, uh, particularly over the last decade, and it's because of this rule of five. We expect every team, meter, team member to execute on this rule of five. There's no magic formula in opening communities up, filling them up. You have to do it one community at a time, but this is a great leadership principle um, to accomplish, to be successful. So great podcast for today. Um, we are excited about next month because we have a special guest coming to us. Uh, we'll announce it through LinkedIn and, uh, we're going to talk about this topic. Disruption has to take place for innovation to have a space. Tell, that's a doozy right there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I cannot wait. Embrace your disruption. Cannot wait to <laughs> dig in on that and, and see what people think. Thanks for joining us.
0: Yeah, this has been great. Thank you for all who tuned in and, uh, we appreciate you going on this journey with us. We we're real excited about it and, uh, we appreciate uh, your partnership as we change an industry stuck in the ancient cu- cultures. Godspeed.